Chapter Fourteen of the Brownies, their book by Palmer Cox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Chapter Fourteen The Brownies at Baseball. One evening, from a shaded spot, the Brownies viewed a level lot where clubs from different cities came to play the nation's favorite game. Then spoke a member of the band. This game extends throughout the land. No city, town, or village round, but has its club and diamond ground, with bases marked and paths between, and seats for crowds to view the scene. At other games we've not been slow, our mystic art and skill to show. Let's take our turn at ball and bat, and prove ourselves expert at that. Another answered, I have planned a method to equip our band. There is a firm in yonder town whose goods have won them wide renown. Their special branch of business lies in sending forth these club supplies. The balls are wound as hard as stones. The bats are turned as smooth as bones. And masks are made to guard the nose of him who fears the batter's blows or stops the pitcher's curves and throws. To know the place such goods to find is quite enough for brownie kind. When hungry bats came forth to wheel round eaves and find their evening meal, the cunning brownies sought the store to work their way through sash and door, and soon their beaming faces told success had crowned their efforts bold a goodly number of the throng took extra implements along in case of mishap on the way or loss or breakage during play the night was clear the road was good and soon within the field they stood then games were played without a pause according to the printed laws there turn about each took his place at first or third or second base at left or right or center field, to pitch, to catch, or bat, to wield, or else as shortstop standing by, to catch a grounder or a fly. Soon every corner of the ground its separate set of players found. A dozen games upon the green with ins and outs might there be seen. The umpires noting all with care to tell if hits were foul, or fair. The strikes and balls to plainly shout, and say if men were safe or out, and give decisions just and wise when naughty questions would arise. But many brownies thought it best to leave the sport and watch the rest, and from the seats or fences high they viewed the scene with anxious eye, and never failed the contest through to render praise when praise was due, while others, freed from games on hand, in merry groups aside would stand, and pitch and catch with rarest skill, to keep themselves in practice still. Now double plays and balls well curved, and base hits often were observed, while errors were but seldom seen through all the games upon that green. Before the flush of morn arose to bring their contests to a close, 
the balls and bats in every case were carried back and put in place and when the brownies left the store all was in order as before end of chapter fourteen